Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, before we dive into today's episode, I want to remind you that we are reading Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, together in community. And I always say this, the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, it's truly a sisterhood. And there's nothing better than growing together with amazing, strong mujeres and really sharing your heart, having meaningful conversations. And if you have ever been to Cafecito Night, then you know that the vibe is just amazing and it really is inspiring to be around women who are there for one purpose and that is to lift each other up. So I have no doubt that book club is going to be the same. So you're invited to Fearless Mujer Book Club and virtual launch party. I'd love to connect with you, grow with you and dive into the book together. You can register by going to rebrand.ly forward slash fearless book club all capital letters. You'll find the link in the show notes, or you can go to my Instagram, which is at the Fearless Mohead Podcast, and click on the link in the bio. Now, if you haven't gotten your book, you can go to Amazon, order it, put Dear Fearless Mohead. You'll find it. It'll pop up. You can go to Barnes & Noble. You can find it there as well. Now, what we're going to be doing is meeting bi-weekly. So August 4th, we will discuss and read parts of the healing journey and exposing the lies. August 18th, we will dive into No Necesitas Permiso, and there is more to who you are. September 1st, we will be discussing the training grounds and Mujer, You Have Authority. September 15th, we will dive into Girls Stop Escaping Reality and Amiga, You Have a Bigger Purpose. So there's eight chapters in this book, along with the introduction and the epilogue. So I'm excited to see you. If you've already been reading the book, that is completely okay, because we are going to discuss it during book club, and it's going to be amazing. Hey, this is a launch party, so invite your amigas because there's nothing better than growing together. Together, we're unstoppable. You can celebrate the virtual launch party, show your love for Fearless Mujer and this beautiful sisterhood by getting your Fearless Mujer t-shirt. Go to rebrand.ly, Fearless Mujer shirt, all capital letters, um, you can find that in the link in my bio and in the show notes as well. I'm excited to meet you and connect with you. There's already really amazing women that are registered, and we also have a private group. So go ahead and register so that you can get all the details. And if you have any questions, you can DM me on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. God bless. <laughs> Welcome to the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs so you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. 
Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girl, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, marriage, motherhood, and business. One cup of cafecito at a time. But I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast. It's a sisterhood. And together we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab your cafecito and let's do this. girl welcome to this week's episode of the fearless mujer how have you been oh my goodness let me just kind of catch you up i was so exhausted over the weekend i truly needed some rest i've actually been a little under the weather i don't know if i had a cold or what was going on but my body was exhausted so girl take care of yourself okay because you just never know when all of a sudden you're not going to feel right And one of the biggest things that I learned was that I need to take longer breaks while I'm working because as an entrepreneur, uh, you can just kind of dive into your work for a long time. (laughs) So then being a mom, all of that stuff, right? It's, It's a lot, a lot of things that we do as women. So I decided to have some TLC on Monday and I went to get a massage. I really needed it. I had really bad, like really bad back pain. And then my neck, it was, I don't know. It was just really weird. My shoulders were hurting. I'm like, yeah, we need, we need some time out time. (laughs) So listen, I'm so excited that you're here. If you're new, welcome. I'm Mikael. I'm the founder of Fearless Mujer LLC. I'm an empowerment coach. I love to help women find what's next for them if that's helping others through coaching, if that's doing inner healing and discovering boundaries that work for you, if it's using your voice to really impact others through your unique message and you want to have a podcast, then I help you with that because I really believe that we all have unique gifts and we need to use them because once we use them, we realize like, wow, I had no idea that other people needed me to do that. And it's just a beautiful thing. So if you are ready to find out what's next for you, I have two 40% off scholarships left. And I'd love to honor that and give that to you because you are such a big part of this sisterhood. So hit me up, send me a message on Instagram at the Fearless Mohead Podcast, and we can set up a consultation call, make sure that Fearless Mohead Coaching is the right fit for you. And then we can go from there. Hey, listen, today we are going to dive more into coaching. I've been doing this series on coaching. Uh, What is it like? Is coaching something that you want to do? So I'm talking about coaching, not in the perspective of you getting coached. I'm talking about coaching in the perspective of you wanting to be a coach, because I've had a lot of women ask me, how did you get into coaching? I really feel called to coach. I really feel like this would be something that I would be good at. I have a desire to help women. Women are always coming to me for advice. And so I thought I would take all of the answers and put them into a series for you. 
I may do a workshop or a masterclass at some point. Uh, I do have a workshop and a masterclass that I'm working on behind the scenes. So I'll let you know about that when it's ready. But we're going to dive into coaching some more today. And I'm also going to bring you a bonus episode this week. So I have a special guest and we will finish off the series this month. Now, I'm also reading more of Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created For More. So if you didn't know, you just got here, go to season three, episode 21, where I read the introduction of the book. And if you go to season four, episode one, episode two, those episodes, you can actually listen to me reading the book, chapter one. So I'm going to be reading chapter one until I'm done. And I would love for you to just kind of go through that with me, even though we are doing the book club. This is such a great way for those of you who want to hear it on the go. So I'm going to dive into chapter one. All right. So for those of you who were tuning in on the last episode, season three, sorry, season four, episode three, I stopped on page 20 in the middle of the page. So I'm going to continue from where I left off. This is why healing is necessary. If you desire to become an empowered woman, if you want to be fearless, you have to have the tenacity to begin your healing journey. It doesn't happen overnight. And you might heal slower in one area than someone else. But all that matters is that you start somewhere. Life will throw unexpected curveballs at us. Everything is not rainbows and sunshine. We go through horrible and painful things in life, and there is no guarantee that we will always be happy. It's how you handle the curveballs that matters. It's how you deal with a traumatic situation and how you rise above it. You may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeat so you can know who you are, what you can rise from, how you can still come out of it. Maya Angelou. Girl, encountering defeats will show you who you really are. You will see a whole side of yourself you didn't even know was there. And when you rise above it, it feels pretty amazing. So think of your healing journey as something you are doing because you are ready to rise above. That's how you become fearless. When you rise above what looks like defeat and instead you come out of it. Maybe you've come out of some things that were meant to defeat you, but instead you rose above it. And now looking back, you see how much stronger you are. If that's you, wow, I'm so proud of you. Maybe you have been through some things you can't seem to get past. Well, then we will do this together. Confronting the pain is not easy, but it's necessary. Healing looks different for everyone, For some, it means letting go of someone they loved, moving away to start a a new chapter in their life, or both. Healing might also mean that you have to forgive those who hurt you. I know no one wants to talk about forgiveness. Some people were raised to think that forgiveness makes you weak. The truth is, forgiveness is the exact opposite of being weak. Forgiveness means you are strong because only a strong person can forgive when someone hurts them. Forgiveness gives you the power to let go and no longer hold on to the past. Forgiveness helps you release what was never yours to own, including the pain others inflicted on you. If you ask me my definition of forgiveness, I will say that forgiveness is a rare skill that only the strong possess. It takes time to acquire this powerful skill. 
It's not just for some people. Anyone can attain this skill, but not everyone is willing to do that. Why am I calling it a skill? Because having a skill and mastering it takes time. Learning to forgive also takes time. Forgiving doesn't mean that you're saying that what someone did to you is okay with you. It also doesn't mean you have to reconcile or be their best friend again. You must still have boundaries. It means that they are not your responsibility and that you will no longer give them power over you. That's why forgiveness must be part of the healing journey. Without it, you will carry around resentment. And trust me, it's not pretty. I know this because I hung out with resentment for way too long. Amiga, I know how hard this part of the healing journey can be. Trust me, I know. I carried unforgiveness around for many years, and it never made me feel any better. Honestly, it caused me to feel more depressed than I already was. I replayed everything others did to me, and I could never let go of things that happened. Do you know why I had a hard time letting go and forgiving? It was because I put a band-aid on top of another band-aid. If something happened, I would shut that person out and call it forgiveness. Growing up in dysfunction and mental and emotional abuse, you will try to do whatever you can to survive and protect yourself. I became a master at shutting people out. Over time, I have learned that if people have faded out of your life, it may be that they were only there for a reason. I have learned that you should not tolerate toxic people, even family. You need boundaries in your life because you will be distracted and try to find validation in others without them. Forgiving is not easy and must be on your terms. Take the baby steps necessary to forgive those who have hurt you. And if you're not there yet, it's completely okay. Girl, please take your time. I don't have a formula for forgiveness, and I am also not a forgiveness expert. But I have experienced my own journey of forgiveness, and I don't think that it's one size fits all. I can tell you some of the things that worked for me on my way to forgiving others, but what I did may not work for you. I also have to mention that forgiving doesn't come naturally for me and was modeled by someone else. I come from a dysfunctional background, and forgiveness wasn't something I learned as a child. I learned about forgiveness as an adult because I watched my husband forgive things and never bring them up again. That's a sign that you have forgiven someone. You don't bring up what happened. I was the exact opposite. I would bring up something that happened 10 or 15 years ago. I have always admired this about my husband. He had a hard life growing up, and I've watched how kind, forgiving, and generous he's been. Being around someone like that will inspire your heart in ways you never imagined. Let me tell you, the guy isn't perfect, but this part of him I love. God knew that I needed someone like him. It's been refreshing and safe for me while I've gone through my healing journey. It's been a process and I've had to take baby steps. Remember this, when you are ready to start forgiving, please take baby steps because this is not easy. Remember, please talk to a therapist because forgiving can be a triggering experience. I believe in you so much, amiga. All right, so... If you have the book, I stopped at the top of page 24, and I will continue to read the rest of this on the next um, episode. I will continue to read this, not on the bonus episode, but the episode after, and we will go from there. Thank you so much. If you have not gotten your book, please go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or you can also go to walmart.com if you got a Walmart card. That's a great way to get your book.
If you've been enjoying listening to chapter one, I just want to say thank you for just being on this journey with me because it's kind of it's kind of a weird moment to read your own words, but it's pretty cool to just know that there is a community of amazing women who are reading it with you. So thank you again for being here. All right, so we're going to dive into today's episode and we're going to talk about coaching as we wrap up the series. And if you notice that my voice is off today, it is. I don't know if you noticed it, but it is. Um, I have been feeling really kind of weird, but also I've had this weird cold that's like coming and going. So I just want to say thank you for your grace as I have like this weird voice thing going on. But let's talk about coaching in terms of being the solution to someone's problem. So I was talking on last week's episode about if I had a weird smelling problem and you had a product for that, why wouldn't you tell me? Because despite the smell problem, right, which this is fictional, by the way, besides the problem with smelling bad, there would be underlying issues, root issues of shame, embarrassment, knowing that this this problem's not going away. So when you think about coaching, really, it's like you helping someone have tools and have things that are a solution to something that they may be struggling with. And sometimes we may think, well, I'm not qualified to do that, right? Um, If you heard the first episode on coaching, I talked about how sometimes uh, women will say, and I say women, right, because I, I mostly talk to women. I mostly work with women. When you think about coaching, sometimes we tend to think, well, I'm not qualified. I don't have a certificate. Or we think that coaching is like just for very educated people. Now, Yes, you can get certified. You can, I talked about this last time, so I'm kind of just recapping that. You can get certified. That's going to teach you practical tools, just practical things, techniques, just depending on what your niche is, which is like your laser focus of your coaching. And you can get certified. It really is helpful. It helps you personally develop and it helps you learn really tools and strategies to become a coach. However, I also believe that coaching is a gift. It really is a gift. And I'll explain how it is a gift. So if you are good at something and you can help someone do something, you don't have to be certified. But if that's going to help you learn more tools, and of course, as a coach, I believe in continuing your growth your personal growth. I believe in learning anything that's going to help you improve so that you can master your craft, right? And get better. Because as we go on the journey of becoming a coach, we get better. So let me tell you why I think that coaching is a gift. And I really, really believe that truly from the bottom of my heart. Because If something comes easy to you and it doesn't come easy to someone else, maybe it's harder for somebody else. But for you, it's like, man, I'm really good at this. This is like nothing, right? Then one of the things about you being good at it 
and other people struggling is that you may very well be gifted in that area. That's why it's so important to understand what your gifts are, what what your strengths are. Because once you understand that, oh man, this is something I'm really strong at, and this is something that I'm really gifted at, then you don't see it as something that's weird. Like, oh, I'm trying to coach people and charge them, which I'm going to talk about that right now. You don't see it as something weird because you're like, this is why I'm qualified because I am so good at this and I'm able to teach others. Like maybe you can do something pretty quickly or maybe you have a framework or some kind of step-by-step thing that you can really help someone get from point A to point B and point C. Cox knows that when summer starts, your family doesn't stop. So they have new internet packages at an everyday low price with the same speed and flexibility that you expect from Cox. And they include panoramic Wi-Fi equipment at no additional cost. It's internet that keeps up with you, all with no annual contract, which means no pesky early termination fees. With everyone at home, it's nice to know that when they're connected, they're protected with advanced security from panoramic Wi-Fi. And when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. After a long hot day, cool off with a family night with Contour Stream Player. Enjoy live sports, your favorite shows on Hulu, Netflix, Disney+, Peacock, and more with all the popular streaming apps. Learn more at Cox.com. So let's just say that you're very good at time management. Maybe you're like a whiz at time blocking, time management, prioritizing your time. And maybe for someone else, that that's just a struggle for them. That's an area that they struggle with because they're juggling a lot. They're just trying to finish everything. And they're really uncertain of how to prioritize their time. Maybe they, they've never done it. Or maybe they've tried and the strategy or the way they were doing it just wasn't working. But you have a simple, efficient way to teach someone in a matter of a few weeks how to time block time management, prioritize their time. Now, if it comes easy for you, you're really good at it. You can teach a fifth grader how to do it. Why wouldn't you teach someone how to do it? Because maybe that person is stressed out frustrated, feeling like a failure. Again, the underlying root issue, right? Feeling like a failure because they have a hard time, right? They just keep juggling and keep doing what they know how to do. But once you're in the picture, you actually are the solution to a problem that they have. Does that make sense? I talked about meal prepping last time. Girl, I don't know how many busy moms like myself need help with, man, if I just either throw everything in the crock pot or like, I keep saying this to myself. Okay. I keep saying I'm going to make a day or twice a month or whatever it is once a week to meal prep, to pack up meals, freeze them, whatever, just really do that. But in order for me to do that, I would have to take time out of what I'm already doing to sit down and research how to meal prep. Now, do I have the time to do that? I do not. I do not. I mean, I can fit it in, but it would be a stretch. 
So what would be the solution to my problem, right? And then there's desire, okay? So let's talk about that. What would be the solution? The solution is that you have something I need, right? Also, I have a desire, a desire to meal prep, a desire to make things more efficient for my family, for my lifestyle, because I'm a busy mompreneur, right? Um, But what would be the solution here? You would save me time by teaching me how to meal prep according to the way we eat, right? You would save me time. You would also probably, I'm assuming, give me easy, simple recipes so that I can meal prep. You would help me fit it into my schedule. You would help me with this struggle and this desire that, man, life would be easier if I could meal prep, okay? So this is why when we're thinking about I want to be a coach or I really feel like I should be a coach to help people, coaching is a tool. It's not, yes, people have these titles of financial coach, empowerment coach, life coach, all of it, right? But it's a title. At the end of it all, coaching is really a tool. It is a toolbox where you are giving other people tools so that they can take the toolbox, go on about their business, and life is better. That's really what coaching is all about, making life better for others in any way, at whatever capacity. Maybe it's a struggle. Maybe it's inner healing that somebody needs. Maybe you've gone through a lot like myself, but you learned how to take that tragic thing or that trauma or whatever it is, you were able to overcome it, turn it around and use it for something good. Why wouldn't you, first of all, why wouldn't someone want to know how you did that? And why wouldn't you want to show someone how to do that if you're going to help them in an area where they really need a solution to a problem and they're struggling? So here's the other thing too is that not only are you helping people find a solution to their problem, but you might also give them new strategies. Maybe there's something that they're doing already. And I'm obviously speaking in general, really depending on what you want to do and how how you want to help this person and who you want to help, really identifying, identifying that and getting clarity on that really depends, right? Because Obviously, that's where we would have to dig into, okay, well, who do you want to help? What what are you gifted at? All of those things, right? Really understanding and getting clarity on who is the person that I'm supposed to help. So maybe your person has been doing things, but they really need new strategies that are going to be efficient and really help their life or their business or whatever it is, right? Maybe let's say that you want to help women look better, feel better, and they go on a diet all the time and they never lose any weight. It never seems to work. Maybe they created a workout that's really not helping them because it's not customized to them. So here you can come in and teach them how to eat better and teach them how to eat right and teach them some efficient workout, you know, strategies that are going to help them in their busy schedule to really accomplish their goal. So you're helping people find a solution to a problem and you're also helping them accomplish their goals. And one of the most important things I've learned is that people can do things on their own 
and maybe they'll fall off the bandwagon and they'll get back up. However, when they are partnered with someone who believes in them and gives them the accountability that they need, they can go so much further. So really coaching is a partnership where you get to come in and really help people be held accountable in the area that they need it, right? Because if they were able to hold themselves accountable in that area, then they wouldn't need coaching. But the truth is that people need coaching and a lot of times they're not aware of it. That's the truth. Because when we think of coaching, a lot of times people have thought that coaching is like a luxury thing. It's for really wealthy people. It's not for everyone. It's not for the everyday person, but that's not true. Because when you think about coaching, there's a price range for everyone, right? If somebody's charging you three grand and that's not in your budget, then that's not the coach for you. But if someone else is charging you 1500 and that is in your budget, then that go for it, right? That's the person for you. So never think that, oh, you know, I can't be a coach because that's for wealthy people. I can't be a coach because I don't want to charge five grand, you know? Now, let's really talk about this, okay? If you're helping someone with a, a problem that they have, a struggle, if you're helping someone create a life that's more efficient because they found the solution to this problem. So now whatever it is, right? Their life is more efficient. They're able to just really have peace. They're able to maybe do things more efficiently, or maybe they found a strategy to really cope through some things. Maybe you gave them some coping skills. So whatever that would look like for you, when you think about the value of what you gave them, then there's really no price on what coaching would cost, right? Because they're getting something that they want and you're helping them accomplish that. So by you helping them accomplish what they want, you're actually giving them a lot of value. And you're the person who's giving them the value. You're the person there who's partnering with them, who's investing into them, investing time into them. So it's okay to charge. Because coaching is really, truly a business. And yes, you can still offer free resources, right? You can still give value in other ways, whether that's social media, maybe it's a workbook, maybe it's a podcast. People can still get free value. But when it comes to working together with you, customizing things that are just for them, then that's where really, truly, you have to think as a business person. If I was creating shoes and I'm customizing them to the person's foot, I don't know, I'm just fictional again, right? But I'd like to give examples of what I'm talking about. I'm a visual person. So if I'm creating these beautiful customized shoes, would I open a store and tell people, yeah, here you go. Come get your shoes for free. No, no, because I took time to research. I took time to prepare myself. I took time to, you know, make this by hand. So I invested into myself and I invested my time and resources. So of course it makes sense that I'm going to charge. And I think that's where people get scared when it comes to coaching that, Oh, I feel bad if I charge people. 
I feel bad because what are my friends at church going to say? Or what are my coworkers going to say? Or, you know, all of the stuff that we start to doubt and, you know, have fear around. I understand it because I've been there. But I'm going to tell you this. If you just start and you take that leap of faith, you never know where you're going to be. And if you start somewhere, even if it's starting some somewhere small, right? What I mean by that is maybe creating six, seven weeks of a teaching, mentoring, and you charge a price that is like, okay, I would pay that price. If I really wanted it, I would pay a little more. I feel good about it. That's what I'm going to charge, right? It's really working through that so that you don't feel weird. Because again, we're talking about a solution to a problem. We're talking about a desire that someone wants. We're talking about accomplishing goals. We're talking about accountability. We're really talking about a lot in this episode. And we're talking about helping someone's life be better to whatever capacity. Helping someone's life just have peace because they learned something. You gave them something that they wouldn't have had otherwise. So it's really value that you're charging for. Okay. It's not that, you know, some people are like, oh, but I feel bad. Like you can't feel bad. Okay. If you want to be a coach and you're feeling bad, then there's probably some underlying limiting beliefs that you have to work through. And if that's you, I'm happy to dive into that with you and find out what's going on because here's the truth. Okay. You ready for the truth? People are waiting for you to coach them. I'm going to say that again. People are waiting for you to coach them. Yes. And if you're like, what? (laughs) Yes. I did not know. When did I really? Honestly, I was always mentoring people. um, But it was a couple years ago that I really felt called to coach. But it's not until now that I really understand. People really are waiting for me to partner with them. Because they need help with something, right? We all need help with something. So people are waiting for you to coach them. And I did not know that until I started doing this work, until I started my business. I wasn't aware of that. I didn't know that, man, there's so many gifts inside of me that other people need. And my gifts are for the benefit of others, right? So your gifts are for the benefit of others. I've said this on other episodes. People are waiting for you to coach them. Think about what comes easy to you, what you're good at. Maybe people are already coming to you for help in this area. People are waiting for you to coach them, but you'll never get to coach them until you actually put yourself out there. And that's the truth. You'll never know how much other women, if it's women that you feel called to, other women have been needing your coaching, your strategy, your way of teaching. You will never know how much women need that until you actually put yourself out there, step out of your comfort zone. So I hope this episode helped you. If you want to talk more about this, you know we have a podcast community. We can dive into this some more. You can go to fearlessmuhat.com, click on podcast community, and it'll take you straight there. We can take the conversation over there some more. If you have a question, you can post it in there as well. So I hope that these episodes have been really encouraging to you. If you have a desire to become a coach 
and you're just like, man, I just don't know where to start. I would love to work with you. You can hit me up on Instagram at the Fearless Mohead Podcast. I have two 40% off scholarships. You can have one. It's yours. Just ask. (laughs) Just claim it. But other than that, I really hope that even these episodes have been of great value to you if you have even been curious about stepping into coaching. And if you have, I want you to know this. I've said this before. Anytime you feel something on your heart that like, man, I really feel like I should do that. It's just there. It doesn't go away. I it I keep hearing it. I keep seeing it. I keep wondering and fantasizing. What if I did it? If that's you, then chances are that is something that you should really look into because there's something there that you may need to do. And it's probably because other people need your help. Really, coaching is serving. And you have to look at it from that perspective, that when you look at it as I'm here to serve you, right? At the same time, I'm giving value. Then that's when everything shifts, because now you understand that what I'm doing is for the benefit of others. So I hope these episodes have encouraged you. If you know anyone who's new to coaching or they want to really get into coaching, they really don't know where to start. I encourage you to send them um, this episode. That way they have more clarity and you can send them the episode before, just kind of go down the list so that they know, oh, okay, there's some information out there. You can go to season four, episode one, where I did an intro into coaching, season four, episode two, and season four, episode three, and this one. Those are all about coaching. So season four, episode four. Hey, don't forget book club starts August 4th. You can register by going to rebrand.ly forward slash fearless book club, all capital letters. You can also click on the link in the bio and it is a virtual launch party. So come with your fearless more t-shirt or represent tag me on Facebook, Instagram, um, go to rebrand.ly forward slash fearless mujer shirt, all capital letters. Hey, I'm excited to connect with you. If you would like to share with me how this episode helped you, anything at all, you can leave me a review on Apple or you can reach out to me on Instagram at the Fearless Mohead Podcast. Have an amazing week. God bless. Hey, Mohead, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. Do me a favor, tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmohead.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless. Thank you.